Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Urban City Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hudak, and I'm joined as always with Eric Vasquez. But uh, I just want to remind everyone why we do this. We want to build a community for teens out there to show that there's other students out there going through the same struggle you are, and also to help better train, mentor, and resource young adults or mentors out there to get alongside these students. So I want to pass it over to Eric Vasquez because we're joined today by a lovely little girl named Janae. Really excited to hear your story and hear your perspective because I know you have so much in you, such a small little body. So I'm going to pass it to Eric. <laughs> What's up, Janae, and welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. We're going to have fun in this episode, in this session, because we've titled this one uh, The Mind of the Preteen. We had a chance to meet you at Lopez Elementary, where you were an outstanding sixth grade student, right? One of our favorites there. Yeah. And we've been able to build a cool relationship. Let's start, before we jump into the fun, with you just sharing about your Justice for Youth story. Tell us a little bit about how you got connected to us. Well, I first started, um, well, they first started coming to my school, and I first started with Hannah and then Dana, and they started, like, mentoring me. They started teaching me, and, like, because when I was there, I used to be just off and stuff, so they started mentoring me and telling me to do better things, and when they, when they had left or when they had, like, retired mm -hmm. that's when I had that's when you came and that's when you started mentoring me and that's when I started building up into the justice for you and I just started coming to um, hang out and then you started hanging out with me so. yeah yeah and now you're friends with my daughter and you spend time with us we even gotten to know your mom and had you guys over for dinner so that's been really cool we see you guys as an extension of our family but um I want to kind of jump in and just um, explore your mind. You have such a beautiful mind. Um, I love your sense of humor. I love your leadership and charisma. I even wrote a blog about you called The Sound of Music, right? You always got a song in your mind and in your heart, and you're always moving and dancing to it. So we're going to start popping off some questions, and we just want to know what you think about these things. All right? So why don't you lead us off, Paul? Well, I mean... As Eric said, like the sound of music, um, every time I see you on campus, you're either singing and dancing. So to, to get that started, it's like, you know, what, what song and dance is in your head right now? What, what song and music do you love to dance to? It's, it just like, it's just about me. Like, it's just like music just goes in my head. And then I'll either go with the rhythm or like, I just go with the beat. And then while I'm going with the rhythm, I'll be listening, so I would know how to listen while it's in my head, so. Yeah, I just feel like every time I see you walking, it's like on beat to something. <laughs> like you're, you're like the one person that like glides across campus to a song every time you step, which is really interesting and fun to see. So, so how important are friends to you at this stage of your life? How old are you? 11. 11, you're gonna be a seventh grader at Fremont Academy, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so how important at this stage is friends? Right now, with friends, it's like, it's like some, they want to be fake, but at the same time, they want to be friends with me. And it's like, also like, some of them will try to be like me because they see me as like being popular or something, and they'll see me as like being most known but it's like annoying sometimes because it's like they try to be like me it's like i can't like 
You it's, can't deal with it? No, it's just annoying. <laughs> so how can you tell whether or not friends are being real or fake? Because you could just look at them and tell, like, like, for example, like, if they're, like, the way they're talking to you, you could tell that they're being rude. Or, like, you could tell when they're talking about you because nowadays people, like, look at you and be like, and just look at you and be like, what? Like... Yeah, I see that a lot at my daughter's age and, and where, how she kind of interacts at school. Friends are like super important, right? So why don't you talk to me a little bit about like what it's like being one of the only black girls in an all Latino campus. We've talked about this several times in our mentoring moments because that could be challenging. It could be something special. How do you feel about that? It, it's actually good because like it's because for like most people, it would be, well for me it's good because I get so many compliments and people is like, they look up to me. Also like, it's, from, sometimes it will be bad because people would try to, that's the only thing they'll try to bring up is your skin color. Mm -hmm. They'll try to say something about your skin color or they'll just say, just because I'm the only black person, they'll be like, oh look at her. Or they'll try to say something but it's like, it's just like, they would just be like, oh, I wish I had the same color as you, or oh, I wish I was you. It's mm. like, it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult, sometimes it's not, because sometimes you will have people that will be like, oh my God, I love her skin color, stuff like that. But then you will have other people that will be like, oh my God, like just saying rude stuff. Hating on you. Yeah, so being the only only black person, it doesn't it doesn't define me because I mean, I'm used to it. I grew up around people like Latin. I grew up. I grew up around black people, but like going to school, I grew up around Latinas and stuff. So cool. for me, it's it's Normal. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever want to move schools because you're the only uh, black girl there, or anything, or black person at the school? Or actually, yes, I actually wanted to move schools because as I was growing up, as like in kindergarten and stuff. Um, I was getting bullied and stuff. I was getting bullied about my skin colors, so that just hurt and stuff, stuff like that. And then going through with like other stuff on my back, it just made me like having to go through, going through bullying, like going through that. I just wanted to like move schools, but after like growing up, that's when I was like, eh, I will have to deal with it. Yeah. One thing I'll say about you is you're tough. So it's hard for you to be bullied, but it hurts and it sucks, right? And the reason why we bring up this issue of race is because in our world today, there are racial issues going on all the time. And we want to be able to hear from your perspective what you think about those things. So I have another question for you that's a little bit different. <clears throat> but for me, you know, kind of watching and, and working with you and learning from you, uh, one of the things I've seen is how you handle conflict. So there's been times where there's been people like really hating on you and you guys have a lot of issues. Um, how do you feel when somebody actually does talk bad about you and what have been some of your responses at times? My responses has been like, I will go up to them and I'll be like, so you're talking about me. I wouldn't try to fight them or any kind of way, but I'll just be like, like you could say to my face, like I just don't like people that would like They'll like talk about me and then they'll say, oh, I'm not scared. But then they'll talk about you. So it's like, if you're gonna be talking about the person, don't be quick 
like say to their face like yeah. don't you confront the issue you try to have a conversation and a dialogue around it yeah yeah, yeah. all right let's shift gears let's shift gears how about some of your favorite things your passions some of the things that you love what do students your age love to do what are they into what are you hearing at your school campus well most i'm hearing is they want to be doctors but for me i want to be a, a makeup artist okay so you like makeup you like fashion yes okay what else do you love to do i like to sometimes i like to dance so i'm trying to do new things so I would, I would like to be a dancer too, but like, I don't have to practice. No, actually a hairstylist. Okay, hairstylist, makeup artist, dancer, right? What about other students? What are you seeing that they really enjoy doing? What they like to do, um, most of them, what they have told me is like, they like to be like doctors. Most of them would like to like be makeup artists and stuff, but most of them, they like to be doctors, they like to do like, um, they like to do action, stuff like mm -hmm. that. I see a lot of kids loving video games. Yeah. Right? I see a lot of that at your school amongst the age group that you're in. So, you got another one for well, a call? Yeah, oh, I kind of want to dive, like, why do you want to do makeup? Why do you want to do hair? Why do you want to do dance? Like, because like, yeah, why? Why do I, well, the only reason I want to do makeup because I want to like inspire like black community and like I just want to make like the black people also other race too I want to do other race but my passion is to like make black people feel that like they don't be left out or like they feel like okay like I could be who I want to be and I don't have to let that person tell me what I can't do or stuff like that yeah. so I just want to help on with doing helping with the black community and sure. How about, how about your perspective and, and how important family is for you in your life? Family? I mean, it's not bad. It's not like going through hard times. It's, it's okay. It's getting better. It's building up to get better. But when I was like little, I used to go through like family problems with like dad problems and stuff with child like service and stuff. So like just stuff like that, like it was just hard because like, he would try to, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, he would try to, like, like, he would try to bribe me or, like, he would try to say, oh, if I get you this or that. Like, my parents, they were going through stuff just to see me, but I was always on my dad's side. I was always on my mom's side, but I was always switching up as I was little. And my mom would tell me, like, why do you, like, switch up? Like, as I was little, why do you, like, switch up? to your dad, to your mom. It's like, you need to learn that this is serious and this is no joke, so. Right. I got one more I wanna know. What makes you laugh, Janae? <laughs> what makes you have a good time, man? And just certain things, like, I'm just like, everything mostly makes me laugh. Like, if someone's like, just maybe looking at me, I'll just start laughing. <laughs> like, I just start laughing out of nowhere. I don't know why, but it's just funny because, I don't know, my personality is just to be laughing. I don't know why. Yeah, you're just a big bubbly person, always happy. I know definitely when you're caught off guard, when people say something like, 
Alright, what did you say that for? Like you start dying laughing and you're just like rolling around on the floor pretty much and like telling all your friends, Can you believe this is what Paul said? Can you believe this is what Eric said? Yeah. Uh, and so I don't know, I love that. Um, like you're for me going with Lopez and working with you is like a refresher, like of like being a kid again. Because a lot of times kids in urban city they grow up like ten times faster than they need to. And you know they're in sixth grade but they're trying to act like an adult. But at times when we get next to you, it's like, I get to be a kid again. Yeah. And, and I, I want to encourage, and I love that, um, to encourage you to continue that personality with your student, with your students, with your friends, um, everyone that you work with and hang out with and spend time with, and so. And I, I wanna say real quick to the mentors who are watching and listening, like how important it is to mentor students at early elementary ages. So we mentor students as early as first grade all the way through seniors and high schools and as you saw you know in other podcasts of ours even through their young adult life right so it has been one of the greatest privileges to roll with you and we look forward to your future we know you have big big things ahead and we're excited to see who you become and what you do whether it's a doctor or a dancer or a makeup artist for Beyonce's daughter because Beyonce's probably gonna be old old by then uh, <laughs> you know, you could do anything, and we believe in you. So we appreciate you being here. Yeah, again, thank you, Janae, for coming out and spending time with us and sharing a little bit of your story. And I just want to connect with the mentors, even adults out there, um, as Eric was saying. But like, whether or not you could mentor, work here with your student, it's it's okay to bring someone else in, an outsider, to come and mentor and love on your student um, in the right context, because. If you look at all the great business owners in the world today, they all have mentors. My question is why can't we start in first grade? Why can't you have your student, your, your kids being mentored out there? Um, I would highly encourage you to find key uh, community members or um, people that you look up to mentor, not only yourself, but your, your kid and your students. Um, I want to encourage you out there, and I can't wait to hear your questions, your thoughts on Janae. If you're just listening to this, I highly encourage you to watch the video because you see her personality come out a little bit more in her facial expressions. Um, and so just reach out to us, share what you think, and I can't wait to see you and hear you guys next time. Thank you.